Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited and happy to have you, and I bet you are so excited for today's episode, which we are going to learn some ways of restoring and raising our vibration. Ah! Yay, I'm so excited. I love when I have something to focus on or something I can do or I can start applying something instead of just thinking about it. So I love when I can focus more on the how-to. But hopefully you've listened to the previous episodes that gave you a lot, a lot, a lot of information that can teach you more about energy and how our bodies are sensitive and, you know, emit a frequency, how frequency and love play a role, how manifesting and frequency plays a role, like all of that good stuff. Hopefully you have listened to all the previous episodes. So now we can just focus on applying this information to bring us back into center. So as I covered in the previous episodes, our spirit is our first layer, our soul. And our soul is always whole. It's always in the highest vibration. That's why you can tune in, right? We can tune in and we can connect. It's always there. And that soul and that spirit is always going to pull you, pull your body, pull your mind, pull your heart in whatever direction it needs you to go towards to bring you into alignment and to wholeness. So sometimes we go through all these different experiences in life and sometimes they feel negative, sometimes they feel positive, but through the different things of what we go through, depending on where we are in our lives, our soul is always trying to bring us back home, if you will. So this is why we go through certain relationships or we meet certain people because in a sense, they hold a certain vibration that the soul can connect with, it can feel, and it can attract towards, and it can bring us closer to teach us a little bit more information about ourselves, that we can consciously start to connect the dots to get in alignment with our spirit. And then our body will just naturally tune towards that. So that is a lot of times what happens and sometimes through our own conscious mind, right? Through logic, through mental processing, it's very blocked. It's very limited. And sometimes we try to hold on, right? We try to hold on more to the mind and the mind is always a little old. <laughs> sometimes the mind is a little old and guess what? The body is even older than the mind. The body is always delayed, from where the mind is, right? We think first and then we do. So the mind 
can sometimes trap you because it goes through a certain perception of illusion, right? And so through that illusion, we think that we are just physical because we're seeing physical and we're just touching and feeling. And we are taking that information in as that is exactly how things are. But as I have demystified all of that for you through this series, you already know that that's not the true reality of everything. There's so much unseen, right? So that is a lot of times why we go through certain experiences because the soul is like, let's get back into alignment, right? We go through traumas, we go through fearful experiences, we experience fear, we go through these, you know, things that happen to us that can stunt our growth and it can make us feel like we can't feel free, right? And sometimes in that, because we don't know how to process the emotion, because we may feel something a certain type of way and we don't know why we feel that, maybe the memory has been so suppressed, but the body still feels the emotion. Sometimes that results in disease or ailments. Sometimes it results in us trying to control that emotion by numbing it. So we may purposely suppress it. We may not confront our true emotions. We may not really deal with what we're really feeling. We try to just brush it under the rug and pretend like it doesn't exist or we may be a coward and not take action because we're fearful, because we're so focused on what's going on in the mind, right? Sometimes we try to numb it through addictions of drinking and drugs and sex and anything we can find an addiction in to escape, a feeling of escaping our own minds, right? So we go through this and then we wonder why we run into these traumatic experiences or these catalyst moments because the soul's like, look, I am trying to get your attention. I am trying to get us back into wholeness and you continue to resist, right? The mind is continuing to resist. So sometimes the soul has its own manifestation. This is what I covered in the Manifestation One-on-One series. It's almost two years old now, but I covered that where it talks about how the soul has its own manifestation, which is in your true alignment, and you have your ego manifestation. So anything that you're trying to manifest through physical forms or experiences, that's all ego. But your soul is always trying to get you in alignment with it. It's always trying to bring you to that high vibration. So I'm going to share with you some things that are more helpful than trying to escape and trying to run away from the truth, right? From what your soul's trying to get your attention with, right? You know, when you keep bumping into someone or you keep experiencing something or you recognize a pattern or something happens out of surprise, right? That's the soul doing its work, okay? So let's focus on some ways that we can raise that vibration or restore ourselves back into alignment with the spirit so we don't have to necessarily keep experiencing things that feel like we're going to just 
fall apart because we keep resisting because we're trying to hold on to something that is illusionary. It's not real. It's something we've made up that's not in true alignment with the spirit. Okay. All right. Awesome. So first, I just want to focus on recognizing where are we? Where are you currently? How do you feel? Okay. This is so, so important. Until you can be real with yourself and acknowledge your true emotional state, we cannot get to a space of raising our vibration. So we've got to know where we are. So sometimes this requires doing some soul searching, depending on how much you are fearful or courageous with confronting your true emotions. So where are you? Are you in a state of feeling like I cannot do this anymore? I'm exhausted. I don't even know where to start. I feel overwhelmed. Are you in a state of feeling frustrated? Are you feeling angry? Are you feeling like my whole world is falling apart? Do you feel like I'm depressed, right? I'm fearful about everything. I don't know what's going on. I don't even want to be here anymore. I feel disconnected from my mind, body, and spirit. I don't know which one I am, right? Are you living in the past? Are you replaying those old traumas and those experiences over and over and over in your mind? What is going on, right? So, We have to ask ourselves, where are we and how do we feel? And depending on where we are determines how much work we need to do, okay? So remember, raising your vibration is not going above yourself. It's getting yourself into true alignment, mind, body, spirit, okay? Awesome. So after you determine what that is, we need to do a little cleanup depending on where we are. So if you're in a low state, if you know that on a consistent basis, you feel low emotionally. Now, you can either express that negative emotion where you're constantly complaining or you are just feeling that emotion or you are yelling, you are crying, right? You're in a state of expressing the low emotion Or you can be in a state of suppressing the low emotion, but trying to numb it with, like I mentioned before, with the addictions, not confronting it, trying to always escape and run away. So if you're in the space of trying to escape, then you're really, really far away. If you're in the space of expressing, then at least you know where you are. So if you've been running away, it's time to stop resisting and we've got to face our emotions and our feelings head on. We've got to at least allow for those things to come up. We don't have to go down this whole memory lane and say, well, when I was five, this happened to me. We don't need to re-traumatize ourselves, but we need to acknowledge what is deeply repressed in ourselves so we can let it go, so we can release it. So... Just allowing for yourself to just be without trying to cover yourself up, without trying to pretend anymore, just allow, just stop and see what comes up. When something comes up, don't resist it. Don't try to run away. Don't try to do something with it. Sit in it. 
A lot of times emotions come up to tell us what's going on in the mind, whether it's suppressed or it's at the top forefront of our brains. Allow for those emotions to come up and sit in it. What are they trying to tell you? Journal, work with those feelings, get it out. Don't run away. Okay. All right. So if you're in a space now where you can acknowledge, you can see and feel the emotions, you know what's going on. You can pinpoint, say, I'm angry about this. I'm upset about that, right? Whatever it is. We don't want to allow for those emotions to get trapped and cause us to feel sick, right? We want to feel free and we want to feel healthy. So once you get into this space, it's time to do some cleanup. So let's clean up our vibration, right? So expressing it, getting it out, right? Allowing for ourselves to get to a space of solitude. I know we're like, oh my gosh, I I cannot take any more solitude. (laughs) I understand. But it's more of spending time with yourself, not being alone, but spending time with yourself. Taking a trip, getting away, going to a space of nature, allow yourself to feel once again, right? Get to the space of feeling again. And when you're in this space, trust me, you really don't want to be around anyone else. You really want to be able to process the information with yourself. You want to feel free and safe all at the same time in order to do this. You don't need a whole nother energy recording what you got going on, right? No one needs to know what's happening. This is personal to you. This is about you and your journey. And while we can have support and we can have others that can help guide us along the way, we don't necessarily always have to involve someone when we need to just deal with it ourselves and get to a space of at least being able to articulate what's going on. Then maybe we can involve another person to go through talking it out or coming up with a new perspective or new realization to help us shift out of that emotion. So spending some time with yourself, okay? That's going to help cleaning. Now you all know I am big on cleaning and removing and dissolving and releasing and getting rid of anything that ties you emotionally to something that doesn't serve you. So a lot of times in our environments, we can have those old reminders that can trigger an old memory and say, oh, remember that time and it doesn't feel so good. Yeah, let's let that go. Let's release that. Let's just move along, right? Let's stop even having it in our environment, in our physical energy field. So do a whole clean sweep, right? We need our environment to reflect where we want to go, not where we've been that we don't want to go anymore. So clean up and shift your environment and that will really give a lot of good feedback information back to your mind because you're seeing it and that can help to reset the body, okay? So cleaning reorganizing, getting rid of any dust. That's some old residue. It's old shed 
energy from your body. It's not even you anymore. So clear all of that out. And also take a break from those electronic devices. Guys, I know you're listening to me and hopefully after you listen to this podcast, you're like, okay, I'm out of here. Let me take a break. (laughs) But take a break. Disconnect from those electronic devices. If you're on your phone 24-7, constantly scrolling, right? You're receiving so much radiation and so much low frequency from that phone, from that computer, or from that tablet or that iPad that it is literally destroying your cells. So take a break from those things. It's so, so important. Okay. Rest. Start, allow for your body to rest and heal and recover. Okay. Your body is always wanting to heal and it will always heal on its own, but sometimes it needs a break. So if we are not getting enough rest, if we're constantly worrying or focusing on what's going wrong in our lives, if we have a lot of anxiety, if we are just on the go, if we're overdoing it, exhausting ourselves, the body's not getting enough time to regenerate, to cleanse, to recharge, and to really work in your favor. So start getting plenty of rest if you are not doing so, okay? Exercise, release that old energy once again, get that out, okay? Exercise the body. When you exercise, you're sweating, you're releasing, you're breathing more, you're bringing in more energy and you're releasing the old energy. It's very cleansing to exercise, okay? Also, it's time to remove low vibrational people. Now, sometimes, although you can disconnect, you can block them, you can physically not see them anymore, you cannot spend time with them, you can stop talking to a person, it still is not going to remove them energetically, okay? So a lot of times as we go through our lives, I get it, we're in different stages, we are not aware, we're out of tune, and we attract during those experiences, okay? Everybody's in different frequencies. Everybody's in different energy spaces. And we're always going to attract because we're all attracting, right? At all times. We're always magnetic in some way. So when we attract people that are low vibrational, we can see it. We can feel it. We're getting the feedback from them, but we're not realizing what we're putting out as well. So if you're getting the feedback that you're having a lot of people that just rub you the wrong way or they're really negative, right? Now I get it. If you go to a job, you can't really control the people that you work around, but you can control the way that you interact with them or the way that you're perceiving them. But I mean more so if these are a circle of friends, right? People that you have built connections with. I know sometimes we have family members as well. Again, you have to alter the way that you're perceiving them and you have to alter the way that you're interacting and reacting to them. Doesn't mean you have to be like super buddies, Teletubby land. It doesn't mean that. It just means that we have to do what's in our best interest in order to maintain a healthy relationship, even if that means distance, okay? So let's remove low vibrational people by forgiving them. Forgiveness is really the scissors to negative energy. 
So even forgiving ourselves for something that we've done or something that we feel is not in our best interest, if we have sabotaged ourselves, if we have had a lot of negative self-talk, if we have harmed ourselves in some way, if we've harmed another person, if we're just focusing on feeling guilty or shameful, we need to heal and we need to forgive ourselves. Most importantly, we've got to practice self-empathy and compassion for ourselves, but we also need to practice forgiveness for other people. I know forgiveness is something that is challenging for a lot of people because in a sense, we're thinking like, oh, we're allowing for someone to do it again, or we're saying that it's okay about what they did. No, that's not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is truly, truly releasing the negative emotional attachment to that person or that experience. When you feel negative emotions towards another person, it's like taking a rope and lassoing yourself around it and pulling it closer to you. Because negative emotions are tighter emotions. So you're creating these tight, close, negative bonds with people whenever you're focused on feeling that negative emotion. So we have to forgive them. We have to gain some deeper understanding. We have to look at it from a different perspective. We have to provide ourselves with some sense of empowerment. We have to say, you know what? I know this happened, but it's out of my control. I allow for a whole higher power to handle that situation, right? And I understand when we feel like someone has hurt us or we feel wronged by someone, We just feel like, oh my gosh, like, why would you hurt me? And we internalize that pain over and over again and we victimize ourselves. But do you see how it's hurting us more than anything? And we are the one feeling the pain and the other person that you're focused on that you felt the pain from has really no idea of the level of intensity of the pain that you're feeling. And meanwhile, you're suffering, right? You are creating more of the negative emotions, hurting and killing yourself on an energetic and physical level. So we've got to forgive. We have to let that go because that is only going to make us sick. Okay. We've got to stop doing the sabotaging habits. If you know something is not in your best interest, but you keep doing it anyway, maybe it's out of habit, we're so used to doing it, we have to take a moment to step back and really look at ourselves and see, what am I doing, right? Why am I doing this? I know it's not serving me. So we have to stop those sabotaging habits. Sometimes we're sabotaging ourselves because we're punishing ourselves because we feel guilty on some deep subconscious level. So again, forgive yourself. Practice that self-empathy. You do not need to harm or hurt yourself any longer, okay? We are the ones that punish ourselves. We create our own internal judicial system. We don't need to continue to do that. We can ask for forgiveness if that's something we feel we need, but we really need to forgive ourselves, okay? Okay, so that should be enough to really help us 
with getting to a clean slate. So now that you have cleaned up your vibration, now we want to focus on raising it. So at this point, once you do all of that good stuff, we should be more in a neutral space. So we want to focus on things like eating high vibrational foods, making sure we cut out all that junk food with processed foods on a regular basis. Again, it's fine to have, you know, some treats every once in a while. Like we want to enjoy what we eat. We don't want to just sit here and only eat fruits and vegetables every day of our lives. That's just unrealistic for those that love food, right? But we want to make sure that for the majority of the time, we are eating high vibrational food so we can nourish and heal our bodies, okay? Drinking high quality water, okay? I mentioned in the frequency and body episode that a lot of times people are focused on like, oh, get alkaline water, right? When you buy alkaline water from the store, it's not real alkaline water. It was alkaline water when they bottled it but it's not alkaline water by the time you take it home. You have to use a alkalizing machine that will change the pH of the water during the time that you bottle it. So you can contain it into a glass bottle, which will help to contain and hold its charge. But that water has to be refrigerated and once it's refrigerated, then it can hold its charge for two to three days. So as you can see, if that's how it holds its charge as it being alkaline, then how is it possible for water we see in the grocery store to hold its charge? It's not. It's just neutral water at that point, right? It's better than drinking from the faucet, right? Water that comes from the faucet or the tap is very acidic water. The pH level of tap water is very acidic. It's better for cleaning your countertops, right? It's good for washing your face because it will maintain your acidity level on your skin that will help to keep the bacteria away. So it's good for cleansing your body. Of course, it's always good to use a shower filter as well because there's a lot of heavy metals and things like that in that water. But When it comes to drinking, we don't have to drink alkaline water, but we want to drink a higher quality water. We want to make sure we're flushing our system, that we're hydrating ourselves so that way we can recharge the cells, okay? All right, we want to make sure that we are getting some good dancing in. Dancing is a really great way to tune your body. So when you're dancing, it's telling the brain that you're feeling free, that you're feeling joy, that you are having fun. You may even be feeling a little sexy. It depends on what the mood is, but all of that is good vibration. It's good frequency. So allow yourself to be free and dance whenever you can. Okay. Yoga is also very good because what it does is that Through those different movements, you're putting your bodies in these different positions and it is helping to align you with your mind and your body and your emotions. So those different movements through yoga can really help to heal 
the body in different ways. It also creates that flexibility, it strengthens the muscles, and it really helps that mind-body connection. Do you ever feel disconnected from your body? Yeah, you're not supposed to feel disconnected in any capacity, but you certainly should not feel disconnected from your body. So a lot of times people will express so many emotions whenever they're in certain positions in yoga because it's releasing the emotions that are stored in those different areas of the body, okay? So those emotions, those low negative emotions that we hold on to and that we suppress, they can really weigh us down. So emotional baggage is a real thing. So anything you can do to shed that or express that or get that out is going to be really helpful for you to raise your vibration. All right, so getting out in nature, again, taking a break from the electronic devices, but just getting that nice sun vibration, being around the trees. The trees are high vibrational. They've been here for a very, very long time. So they are literal sources of all of the energy that has been received in them for thousands upon thousands of years stored right there. So that's why we have those uh, people <laughs> that are tree huggers. I am one of them. Every once in a while, I'll go in the forest and I will hug on a tree. I will because there's so much vibration and energy stored in that tree. It's amazing. It's so, so amazing. So then we want to create a high vibe space. So hopefully you have cleaned out your environment. Everything's all good to go. But now we can put different things in our space. Now, of course, I've mentioned crystals. We can use salt, but there's also seashells. Now, a lot of people are not on the seashell game yet, okay? This is what I'm telling you right now. Look, Love Tribe, I always have your back ahead of schedule. Okay, so before everybody jumps on the seashell bandwagon, I'm telling you this now. So during the summer, you can go to the beach and you can get yourself some seashells. Okay, again, it takes a very high amount of energy to create form. So things that are created into harder matter had to have higher amounts of energy, right? Got it. Seashells are not created from the geothermal, from within side the earth, like crystals are, but seashells are created from the different mollusks or clams or animals, right? Different organisms in the water. But what is fascinating about those seashells is that what do they look like? They're a spiral most of the time. They have a spiral design. Now that spiral design is very important because what about us also is like in a spiral? Our DNA is a spiral as well. So a lot of times those seashells are very good for keeping around or collecting and they emit a very high vibration because, again, there was a lot of continuous spinning and reshaping to create those seashells. And they're a lot closer to our own natural frequency because they're from the water, they're a little closer to us, and they were created from a living organism. So it is a little closer to our natural high vibration. So you heard it here, 
seashells are going to be the next big thing and nobody's talking about them. But while everybody's focused on crystals and they're getting all high and expensive and people are selling all these fake crystals and people don't know what's what, go to the beach this summer, pick you up some seashells and just kind of put them around your home. I would go for the bigger seashells that you know you can put up to your ear and hear the ocean. I will go for those if you can. All right, so yeah, so get your seashells or crystals or salt, whatever. Get that natural earth energy items in your home. You don't have to, right? It's not a requirement, but if you know that it's helpful, if you know that it's high vibrational, why not, right? Copper, nickel, iron, steel, those are natural conductors of higher energy as well. Those minerals from the earth are really good for high vibration, okay? Making sure that we are blocking off some of that EMF radiation that we may be getting on a regular basis. So getting some of those fabrics that have copper or nickel, I think it's called Faraday or RFID material that you can put over your router. That's going to be really helpful if you use Wi-Fi. You can turn your phone on airplane mode. Just try to reduce the level of radiation. It's going to be really helpful. Okay. So those are some ways in the physical that we can raise our vibration. But let's also talk about the mental and emotional. So we want to focus on more empowering self-talk. Empower yourself. Start speaking kindly to yourself. Whenever you start talking negatively about yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not this, I'm not that, blah, 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 you know that that's a low negative emotion. You know that that's the mind trying to talk, right? The mind always chatters a whole lot. You ever notice when something's really noisy, it's distracting, it's annoying, it won't shut off? Those are the lies trying to keep you away from the soul, the spirit, the truth. Oneness, connection, love, peace, enlightenment, God. So pull away from all those like negative self-talk and all those negative words that we can say to ourselves, right? And even just think about how negative certain words sound, right? Ugly. It sounds ugly, right? It sounds unattractive. Fat. Like you hear that, ah, ugh. All that those sounds, uh, uh-uh, no, beautiful, pretty, handsome, intelligent, lovely, wonderful, sexy. See, there's a sound that goes to more positive words, but when we start saying those negative words, stupid, ugly, ugh, It sounds very like caveman, right? (laughs) Like it doesn't sound attractive. You tell me one negative word that sounds attractive. I will switch it up, okay? But I haven't found one yet. Okay. Another thing to do is going to be journaling, expressing those emotions, doing an emotional check-in, recording yourself, voicing what is going on internally, expressing yourself. That's going to be really helpful. Meditation is really, really, really 
powerful because during meditation, you are connecting with that spirit. You are in a sense of oneness, okay? You are able to receive when you meditate. When you are in a space of receiving, you are able to tap in so much, right? So that is truly amazing when we can get to a meditative space and calm the mind down. We just connect straight to the spirit and we really bring ourselves into alignment. Prayer. Prayer is also very powerful because we're setting intention and we're connecting spiritually. So sometimes when we pray, we may be in an emotional state, but typically if you're praying, you are surrendering as well. So you're letting go of just feeling like you know it all, or you can handle it all, or you can do it all. Take that heavy burden off of yourself and allow for yourself to get into that space of surrendering and prayer. But prayer is amazing for that, but it's also amazing for speaking those positive intentions of gratitude before you eat, right? So that's why a lot of times people pray before they eat their meal. A lot of times, yes, they are practicing gratitude, but we don't realize that even though you're practicing gratitude, you're also speaking positive intentions into what you are about to consume. And when you speak those positive intentions, that's positive vibration that that food is absorbing, you're putting it right back into your body. So prayer before eating is fabulous. Now, it doesn't mean you have to know all these, you know, oh, let me go look in these Bibles and read a prayer. No, whatever it is, make up your own prayer before you eat, whatever it is, just It's just speaking positive words of affirmation before you eat or before you drink. Read books. So for me, my mind is very overactive. It just constantly overthinks. And reading really helps me to change my perspective. It helps me to learn. It helps me to shut the mind down so that I can be able to receive and comprehend. It helps me to listen and to focus. I can't read and think about something else at the same time. Otherwise, I'm not reading. I'm just looking at the pages. So reading is really helpful for me, especially when I feel stuck or I feel like I'm overthinking. So reading things that are more empowering or educational or inspiring for me is really, really helpful. Another great way to raise your vibration or restore your vibration is being creative. So when we're creative, we are just expressing ourselves, we're allowing, we're just seeing what comes out, we're inventing, we're using our minds as tools, not leaders or masters. We are putting ourselves in control from a conscious standpoint. So start a creative project is a wonderful way to raise your vibration. Laughter is another great way of raising your vibration. When we laugh, it is truly medicine for the soul. 
So laughing with friends or family or watching funny videos or watching a funny movie or just thinking of a time where you just couldn't stop laughing, revisit those moments that bring you joy. You know, that we really do need to have that. It's so, so helpful for getting us into a good, healthy space of alignment. It just relaxes the body and it releases so much. I love the fact that we laugh. Like I've never seen any other animal that can consciously have a sense of humor. Is there? I don't think so. I think it's so funny that we can have that sense of awareness. And that's the key. That's how you know that your soul is always first because it has the awareness to say, wow, I can actually see the way that that person thinks or how I was thinking. A lot of times we're referencing ourselves when we think something is funny. You're able to look at yourself from a different perspective and it's funny. That's why it's funny. (laughs) Uh, So... Anytime someone has very high emotional intelligence or they're able to have high self-awareness, they're going to be naturally funny people because it is that detachment from the mind that creates the humor. So those are some amazing ways of raising your frequency. I wanted to give you a holistic way of going about it because Although, yes, we have tuning forks and we have singing bowls and we have color therapy and we have all these different types of meditations that we can do to raise our vibration, my focus here is to get us to a more permanent state, really healing and clearing out the thing that's bringing us down in the first place. So if we're constantly trying to just focus on what says raise a frequency, right? We're constantly focusing on just vibration and sound and we're not healing emotionally from a mental conscious level. We're not connecting body, mind, spirit. We're just going straight to the body or we're just trying to tune ourselves. A lot of times it's not going to make enough stable change. And that's what I want for you. I want you to make a stable, consistent change so that you are leaving the past unserving self behind and you're getting into true alignment. Frequency is just the output, right? Your frequency is just the end result. But what it takes to get to that frequency is the input. What you're thinking, what you're consuming, what you are digesting, what you're experiencing, All of that is creating the frequency. So we don't need to only focus on, okay, let me tune my frequency. Let me listen to this meditation to just raise my frequency and everything's all healed up. Yay, bye. No, let's put in a little more work and create a better lifestyle for us to raise that vibration. Of course, you know I got your back and I'm going to provide you with a guided meditation to help you restore your frequency, absolutely, but I did want to provide these solutions for you as well that you can start to implement in your day-to-day life, okay? There's, of course, more, 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 more ways of raising your vibration. Also, connection, hugging, cuddling, kissing, on your loved ones is a very instant way of raising your vibration. Anytime we focus on connecting, connection is the 
ultimate vibration frequency raiser, okay? So even if you have pets, love on your pets. Boost that oxytocin, boost that dopamine, right? Give yourself a hug. Spend time with children. They have wonderful high frequency. Be creative, express yourself, do an art project, whatever it is. Free yourself to get yourself restored into the highest vibration. Now, the last point that I want to make is why the heck would you want to raise your vibration in the first place, right? Why do I want to raise my, what's the point? What's the benefits to this thing, okay? When you raise your vibration, you are healing your body, you are healing your mind, you're healing your emotions, you're putting yourself in a space of freedom without feeling like you have to escape. You'll put yourself in a space of feeling fulfilled and feeling peaceful. You'll feel joy, you'll feel love, you become a healing source for others. You're able to manifest and attract things much easier into your life that you really, really desire. Who doesn't want what they desire, right? That's another key point. On top of that, you're going to come into alignment with yourself and you will naturally start to gravitate towards fulfilling your own destiny, fulfilling your own purpose. So you're going to feel way more significant. You're going to feel present. You're going to feel like you matter. You're going to feel like you exist, right? So your purpose is going to become more apparent to you. Spiritual gifts become more heightened for you. So if that's something of interest of being able to tap into telepathy, we know now that after going over what I went over throughout this whole series, we know how telepathy is now a little bit easier to tap into when we realize that we are so layered in our body. You're going to be able to just have more discernment. Your intuition gets stronger. You're able to navigate through life a lot easier when you are in tune, body, mind, spirit. You're able to attract people that are going to support you and love you, not low vibrational people that only harm you or bring you pain or bring you negativity, okay? People are going to love being around you. You're going to feel so good about yourself and others. You're going to be able to see life beautifully. Seeing life through the eyes of love and wholeness is a beautiful reality to be in. You take things less personally. You just have a deeper understanding for others, yourself, and life. And it just makes life just freer for you when you're in this space. Of course, again, we have the outside external world. We have other people that we interact with that are not in a high vibration. I know that. But we can only maintain ourselves. And yes, you're not going to feel high vibrational all the time. I understand. But if we can just work towards it day by day and continue to focus on resetting ourselves when we can, becoming more self-aware and managing our thoughts, in turn managing and healing our emotions, we can really get ourselves into a higher space. So I hope that you all enjoyed this. I know this was so much information, but I wanted to give you as much as I could in order to get you back into alignment with your true self. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, we have that guided meditation coming up. 
to raise your frequency into restoration. Again, we are restoring ourselves back into wholeness. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with a couple of episodes sprinkled in between. Thank you so much. This is Heart Blend Podcast.